but drops of grief can ne'er repay the debt of love I owe. Dear Lord, I give myself away, is all that I can do. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight, and now I am happy all the day. Amen. Praise the Lord. In this life we go through a good bit of unhappiness, but none of it ever touches the joy that the happiness comes from in our heart. The joy to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Turn with me to Psalm 25. Psalm 25. Sometimes when we read these psalms, they just come alive to us. Psalm 25 is definitely one of those. Now recently... Uh, we have been talking uh, about God's Word and how important it is to God's people and how He is the manna that came down from heaven. Brother Chuck talked about it earlier this morning. He is the true manna that came down from heaven. He is the life giver. He is the one that came down from heaven sent by the Father to deliver those who had been given to Him by the Father before the foundation of the world. He has provided His Word for spiritual food and nourishment for this life that He's freely given us. We've seen that this knowledge of God, and where do we obtain knowledge of God, but in his word, that this saving knowledge of God is a supernatural revelation. It came from him. I've said many times that this book, without the Spirit of God's enlightenment to the mind and to the heart, is just black words on white pages. Yes, it's a history book, but it's so much more than that. It's the true history book. Man can make up all kinds of beginnings and all kinds of uh, growths that he thinks happened in history, but the Bible is true in all of its historical declaration. The Bible is the true history book. This is really what has happened before us. All of it is true. The revelation of it comes from the Holy Spirit of God. And it comes to those who belong to Jesus Christ, the Son, given to Him by the Father before the foundation of the world. When this supernatural revelation comes to us, when we see that Jesus Christ didn't just hang on the cross, kind of for whoever might be interested, but He hung on the cross for us, when we see that the gospel of Jesus Christ applies to us personally. Oh, we realize that it is a revelation of Himself. 
as we study His Word, we're studying Jesus Christ. In the beginning of the Gospels, we see that He is the Word because the Word declares His majesty from beginning to end. And it is our food that nourishes us, that admonishes us, that shows us where we're wrong and where we should be to be right. It is our ruler for life, isn't it? God's Word, the law, the Ten Commandments, the Lord's perfect demonstration of how to live a life. It's here for us, and we need it, don't we? Amen. We see... Uh, we saw in Second Peter 1, 4 that we are partakers of the divine nature. So this difference, this change that comes about when God reveals Himself to us, that's how we know Him. That's how we've come to know Him. That's how we realize that He's our God and we are under Him as His subject because He reveals Himself to us. That changes our attitude about life, doesn't it? It certainly changes our attitude about God and ourselves because we realize that we really aren't all that that we thought we were. And we realize that He is all that He says He is in His Word. All-powerful. So we are partakers of the divine nature. In other words, this battle that we fight every day, it is brought about because of this divine nature that is opposed to and against our human fallen nature that we inherited from Adam. In 1 Peter 1.23, we saw that we are born of incorruptible seed. Incorruptible seed. The Lord himself used parables of seeds being planted, didn't he? We saw in one of his parables that the seed must be planted in good ground in order to grow. And of course, we've seen all through the Bible that good ground constitutes the presence of God. It means that He's there. That's what makes it good. Take off your shoes, Moses. You're standing on holy ground. And so this divine nature is applied to us with a new heart. Took away the stony heart. I think we sang something about that already this morning. Took away the stony heart and gave us a soft heart that loves God. The Word of God is this incorruptible seed. The psalmist said, Forever, O Lord, thy word shall be settled in heaven, established in heaven. This word, can man corrupt it? Of course. But does that change God's word? It does not. It does not. Because God's word forever is settled in heaven, you see. So we see that this incorruptible seed, the word of God, is applied to the mind and heart by God, the Holy Spirit. Now, of course, we recognize Him as Yahweh, the Holy Righteous Creator, the sustainer of all that is, creator and sustainer of all that there is. All right. 
we saw that rather than being conformed to this world, we're instructed in Romans 12 to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And that renewing of our minds is learning more of God, of Jesus Christ, and His Word. Our minds are renewed. We constantly need to be reminded. The psalmist in the 23rd Psalm said, He restores my soul. Well, why is that? Why does my soul need to be restored? Because I'm living a spiritual life along with this natural carnal life. And this carnal life and the enemy of God's people and enemy of God is constantly attacking us, infiltrating our minds, dragging us away from the things of God. You know it's true. If you're living in this world today, and this world is corrupt. We heard more of the audacity of the corruption this morning. The Bible says that the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. We saw that we are to be a living sacrifice. And as our evil thoughts, and they come into our minds, still they do, as they are diverted from our minds, and as the love of the things of the world is replaced by the Word of God and love for God and love for His Word, that we grow and we're strengthened. Oh, my prayer for many, many years has been that the Lord would grant wisdom and discernment in His Word and application. Wisdom, where does it begin? with the fear of God. The realization of who He is. He's God. And there is none other. I don't care what anybody says. There's no other God but Him. Amen. And three persons. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Alright. Now, 25th Psalm. Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. Psalm 25, 1. O oh my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Yea, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress without a cause. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth and teach me. For thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. Remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindnesses, for they have been ever of old. Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. According to thy mercy, remember thou me for thy goodness' sake, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore will he teach sinners in the way. The meek will he guide in judgment, and the meek will he teach his way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth unto such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. His covenant and His testimonies. That's the Word of God. That's the law, right? His testimonies. The meek, verse 9, will He guide in judgment. And the meek will He teach His way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth unto such as keep His covenant and His testimonies. For Thy name's sake, O Lord, pardon mine iniquity, for it is great. What man is he that feareth the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose. 
His soul shall dwell at ease, and his seed shall inherit the earth. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. All right, let's stop right there, because I'm not going to get to the whole psalm today anyway. All right. In verse 1, Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. It's important that when we look into God's Word, when we study God's Word, when we seek Him in His Word, that we ask for His help. In other words, prayerful study of God's Word. Only He can reveal it to us. All through the Bible we're told He hears us. He's listening. He answers our prayer. He's the faithful one. So we certainly need to remember to study prayerfully. Lord, please grant us wisdom and discernment that we might make application to our thought processes, to the way we live, and to the desires of our heart to follow Him. Unto Thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in Thee. Verse 2. Where's it at? Psalm 118.8 says, It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence where? In man. And you're a man or you're a woman. So even yourself. You'll let yourself down. But God won't let you down. Ever. I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. We have daily enemies, don't we? We're strengthened in Jesus Christ when we're fed by Him in His Word. Yet we have enemies that would pull us away from the Word, that would keep us from picking the Bible up in the first place. Yea, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress without a cause. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. The only way, the only reason that you know the Lord this morning as your Savior is that he has shown you his ways. He has revealed his ways to you. Oh, we have uh, 33 and a half years worth of life to follow him in, don't we? Right here in this history book, if you will. The history of his life is here. He has shown us his ways, hadn't he? He has in his word. It's only by God's mercy and grace that his ways are revealed to us. And we give him all the praise for that revelation. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth. So think about this. He says, teach me thy paths. Well, the path that he's put us on 
is a life of righteousness. Right? We're in a battle to live it. But we have been put on that path. Well, notice that he's already walked that path. He's already blazed the trail. He's already defeated all the enemies that we come across in this walk down this path. He's cleared the way for us. Oh, that we would remember to ask Him to teach us. Lord, please teach us how to be. Show me Thy ways, O Lord. Teach me Thy paths. We have a record of His paths, don't we? Absolutely. His time here on earth. We can study and see how He was because that's how He still is. He's the holy, righteous Son of God. And He was the holy, righteous Son of God even when He was a man. He's already walked the path of righteousness in His life on this earth. Oh, that we would follow Him in strength and confidence knowing that He's already walked it. Knowing that when He walked that perfect path, of life again I say he defeated all that was in our way and then on the cross of Calvary he voluntarily gave up that perfect life for you he made a way the Bible teaches that the righteousness of Jesus Christ is imputed to us we certainly don't have any of our own do we No, but we have a new life in Him. A new nature that loves, desires, and walks in that path of righteousness that He's already paved out for us. What a Savior. Isn't He something? Amazing. Lead me in Thy truth, verse 5, and teach me. Lead me in Thy truth. Lead me in thyself. Lead me in Jesus Christ. Who did he proclaim to be? The way, the truth, and the life. So as we look into God's Word on a daily basis, when we seek Him here, we find Him. We're able to live in Him and Him in us. How? Because The Holy Spirit has imputed this new life into us. And His righteousness, the righteousness of Jesus Christ, that He earned, He deserved because He lived it, is imputed to us. Wow. That's awesome, isn't it? That's that new life that you're living. He's a great Savior, isn't He? Proverbs chapter 20, it's right here. Let's slip over there and read that. Proverbs chapter 20. Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 5 says, Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. The just man walketh in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. A king that sitteth in the throne of judgment scattereth away all evil with his eyes. Who can say I have made my heart clean 
I am pure from my sin. You see, we do have a clean heart. But we didn't make it, did we? No, it was a gift from God. Who can say I have made my heart clean? I am pure from my sin. Different weights, divers' weights and divers' measures, both of them are like abomination to the Lord. Even a child, verse 11, is known by his doings, whether his work be pure or whether it be right. The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord hath even made, hath made even both of them. Hearing what? The call of God on your heart? Hearing what? The Word of God being applied to you in your mind and heart? Seeing what? Seeing Jesus Christ coming to earth as a newborn baby, born of a virgin. Seeing Him walking a perfect life on this sinful and cursed earth. Seeing Him being destroyed by man. Yet man had no power to do so. He allowed it to happen for you. He allowed it to happen for me. We hear the account from the Word of God that Jesus Christ, what He went through for us, that He hung on the cross and He cried out, My God, my God, why hast Thou forsaken me? He had your sin on Him. He had my sin on Him. He was hanging there for us. When we hear that and we believe it, when we see it, Oh, where do we give praise to? Where do we give credit to for that revelation? For that hearing ear that's now spiritual and hears spiritual things. For that seeing eye that's now spiritual and sees spiritual things. The hearing ear and the seeing eye the Lord hath even made both of them. He's in control of it, isn't he? Boy, I'm so glad he is. Because I'd be lost and undone forever without the mercy and the unmerited favor of His grace. He is a wonderful, wonderful Savior. May the Lord bless the reading of His Word this morning. There is nothing in this world like the Word of God for His people. Oh, that we would prayerfully seek Him and He is the faithful God to reveal Himself and to reveal His will to us. We've seen this morning what the Father's will is already. He said the Son will lose none of His sheep. Not one. What a Savior.